will not be having the general conference informational meeting that's next Sunday. Those are two big things that I wanted to make sure they are, as well as everything else in the church, um, those things are not happening. Um, and along with that, next Sunday on the 22nd, we will not be worshiping face-to-face -face. Um, again. We, if everything works well this morning, we will continue. Um, we will do this again next Sunday, um, and maybe by next Sunday we'll have some of the bugs and the kinks worked out to make sure that um, we have uh, the, the volume um, good and we have everything working. Um, but uh, so we will not have worship face to face next Sunday. Um, we are figuring out new ways of gathering together, and I am confident uh, that we are going to be um, a stronger church and I think a stronger community for it um, because we're, I think, in all of this recognizing the need for connection and the ways that we can stay connected and we can support one another even while not being face-to-face. -face. Um, this morning, we have, um, we have Russ on guitar, Rasul is on guitar, and um, Jamie will be singing with him this morning, and then we have uh, Jenny Gee, our Christian Education Director, we have Sue Hastings, our Church Council Chair, we have Jeff Hastings, our Facilities Manager, and uh, Jamie, who is our Praise Band Leader and Resident AV Guru and Starbucks Wizard. Um, and then we also have Stephanie Holmes, who is recording all of this for our podcast. Um, so with all of those announcements, um, let us begin our time of worship together with prayer. Transcendent God, this morning we join together to worship you. We are scattered here and there, separated by physical distance, and yet we realize that no matter where we are, we are connected and unified by your Holy Spirit and your boundless love. Lord, you know the anxieties that are in our hearts and our minds right now, and we pray that in these moments we might find solace and connection, relief from a chaotic world, and we might remember that you, God, are the firm foundation on which we stand. Be with us now. May our worship this morning be pleasing and joyful to you. Almighty God, amen. Let's sing. Yay.
without borders. Let me walk upon the waters wherever you would call me. Take me deeper than my feet could ever wander. My faith will be made stronger. for this morning, our song, it's just so funny how things work together. Our <laughs> song this morning is Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength, a helper who is always found in times of trouble. Therefore, we will not be afraid. Though the earth trembles and the mountains topple into the depths of the seas, Though its water roars and foams, and the mountains quake with its turmoil, there is a river. Its streams delight the city of God, the holy dwelling place of the Most High. God is within her. She will not be toppled. God will help her when the morning dawns. Nations rage, kingdoms topple, the earth melts when he lifts his voice. The Lord of armies is with us. The God of Jacob is our stronghold. Selah. And our, our focus scripture, our gospel reading from this morning, for this morning, is from the Gospel of Matthew. And it's um, chapter 7, beginning with verse 24. 
Testament, the two foundations. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain fell, the rivers rose, and the winds blew and pounded that house, yet it didn't collapse because its foundation was on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and doesn't act on them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. The rain fell, the rivers rose, the winds blew and pounded that house, and it collapsed. It collapsed with a great crash. When, the, when Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were astonished at his teaching, because he was teaching them like one who had authority, and not like their scribes. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading of his word. Amen. So this morning, we... We are in the midst of our Lenten series, and this Lenten series that we are in is based off the book that is written by Mike Slaughter, Renegade Gospel. And this is a book that challenges us to rethink what it means to be a follower of Jesus, and what it means to say yes to Jesus' invitation to come and follow me. Now this week we are on chapter 2, and this week's chapter is entitled Renegade Lifestyle. And this challenges us to think about what it means to say that Jesus is Lord, that Jesus is my Lord. Our focal scripture is the one from the Gospel of Matthew, and it's known as the parable of the wise and the foolish builders. Now, I've asked parts of the ministry team to join in the conversation this morning, um, and this is because each week during the staff meeting, I will read the scripture for the coming Sunday, and we have discussion around it, and I love to have that discussion and to learn together and to learn from um, my colleagues, and, and I wanted to give you all the opportunity to do the same. Now, we haven't scripted anything <laughs> this is going to be an authentic conversation. And um, they've read the chapter of the book, and I told them um, that I wanted to focus on Jamie's sword of the chapter of the book. It's fine. Um, I told them what um, I wanted to talk about with this scripture. So we talk about this scripture and how it intersects with our lives today, especially with everything going on with the um, COVID-19 virus, and uh, my role here is not necessarily to um, do anything other than um, facilitate conversation and to guide conversation if we start going off a cliff, not that we would ever go off a cliff, um, but to, um, to give you hopefully something that we say this morning will give you something to think about. Um, and something to talk with your family or whoever you are social distancing yourself with. Um, hopefully you'll have something to talk about with them um, in the days and, and the, even the weeks to come. Um, Melanie is back there. She is working on comments. Um, we will, after the discussion time, we will have a time of prayer. Um, of, and if you have anything to share, any joys or concerns that you would like to share, with us that we can specifically pray for, um, that she will do that. Just know it's going to be on the internet also. So, um, but if you have anything, she'll write it down, she'll get it to us. Um, 
And so with that, I do just want to kind of open it up for conversation to, um, to everyone here. Again, I don't know if everybody heard me um, in the beginning when I was introducing everyone, but we do have um, Jenny D, who is the Director of Christian Education here at the church. Um, and then we have Sue Hastings, who's the Church Council Chair. And we have Jeff Hastings, who's our Facility Manager. And then we have um, Jamie, who is the Praise Leader, the AV Dude, and then um, yeah. the Starbucks Wizard. Yep. So um, he wears a lot of hats, um, and we all have fun together. Um, so if anybody has any initial thoughts about this scripture, um, and really about um, Jesus being Lord, We can do awkward silence. <laughs> I think sometimes with the parables, and this is something that stood out to me with this, is most of us have heard this, the wise and the foolish builder and the thought of building your life upon Jesus. But what I think we might miss quite often is that it says not just to hear the word, both the wise and the foolish builder hear the word, hear the teachings, watch how Jesus lives his life. Watch how Jesus interacts with people. Um, but it's the wise builder who puts that into action in his or her own life. Uh, and I've been actually thinking, our Sunday school covered this chapter last week, where we got off with the sermon that would have been given today. Um, and so I was thinking about it a lot throughout the week, and I thought, with everything that's going on right now, a lot of people are scared. Uh, a lot of people are shopping a lot. Uh, but what we're really called to do, and what I think the scripture is telling, what I'm hearing when I read this scripture, is it's time to put that, that action of Jesus into place. You know, we, we may want to keep ourselves separate, but call that older neighbor that you have. Um, maybe pick up a prescription if you are going out. <clears throat> Just do something that shows that you are living your life like Jesus. And this is kind of an opportunity not so much to hide under the covers, but maybe to, to reach out as much as we can and in the way that Jesus did, and not just to hear the words, but to live them out. I think, thinking back on Sunday school from last Sunday, one of the things we talked about were all the distractions that keep us away from God. And you mentioned it when we're all hungering out for the next couple of weeks. One, while we might be distracted by the news and what's happening and, and kind of getting caught up in everybody's um, views of what's happening, it might be an opportunity for some of those distractions that are the day-to-day, life-to-life, you know, work and other distractions that might calm down a little bit. And so I'm thinking that maybe this week, and you mentioned family time, which people don't have a lot of, you know, in the normal day-to-day -day routine, um, that we might have less distractions to be able to help us think about what really is important and surround ourselves with, um, you know, family and kind of have some quiet time to actually shut the TV off and think about what really matters. And sometimes these situations allow us to do that. Do you have thoughts? I know you always have thoughts, but 
information and all of this stuff coming in um, I think the the sand versus rock uh, I think the the analogy is easy to easy to turn into um, like circumstances versus security uh, whatever security may mean to you but I think that that's really the I mean I think that's a question we're all asking right now with all of the confusion and frustration is uh, is what what does wisdom kind of look like in in a flood of information in this world. Good job. Thanks. Good job. Thanks. 
I don't have an answer. <laughs> As someone that's done a lot of building, and, and um, I like to think I've done wise building and not foolish building in my life, um, sometimes I think, though, when we are in the midst of building, we get, we get so caught up in, in the building that sometimes, particularly if you've got an old house, you, you work so much on your old house and, and you, it's, it's just a constant struggle to the point that you don't sit back and in, look at what you've done and you enjoy. And, I, and sometimes I think of that, this time we're gonna be in now, that we are going to be in our homes with our families. Um, we have built a church, we've built family relationships and this is maybe the time to turn off the TV. We've got the news. We have the news. Maybe this is God's time to give us a timeout. Um, time to enjoy one another. Um, somewhat differently than normal. Um, but we'll be back together. And, and I can't help but wonder. We all know God's got us. He's got the plan. Um, so did he build this this way? Well, we know he didn't give this virus to the world to be evil, but it came upon us and it's up to us now on how we're going to react to it. And I think we have built a wonderful faith family and uh, let's stand solid on that rock. Not that there's a theme in the Hastings family that we're all distracted and we look forward to that so we can find some time to reflect. Um, but he gave me this knowing look because of us in the church are involved with kind of the core uh, visioning process for the church, and there's more that will be shared with that later, but one of the early uh, chapters of the book that we're working with is Will Mancini, Mancini's Church Unique, and one of the things that Will Mancini uh, has used as a, an analogy in a church family trying to help ascertain what what are we? Who are we? What are our values? What is everything that we do? What does it emanate from? And it goes back to the rock and the sand uh, issue. Because the, the whole idea is that, for example, for Brexville United Methodist Church, we have a rock. We have a solid foundation. And once we are at a place where we peel back all of the uh, layers to really get to where that rock is, the notion is that everything we do from that point forward will be to support that rock. And the sand is on the surface. And so uh, unlike this scripture where the sand is viewed as um, maybe a weakness, um, another way to look at it is sand is fluid. And that if you've got your rock and you've got your foundation, then the sand can shift to make room for what's happening today and what's happening next year and 10 years from now to continue to support the rock. So it's another way maybe uh, to look at the sand and the rock analogy as sand being fluid and it can be a tool, but ultimately the rock is steadfast. And uh, so that's something that I just thought was kind of interesting that we're talking about that today and we're talking about it as part of our, our core visioning. The, 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 he calls it, Will Mancini calls it the granite. 
that hard, hard rock. And that's those are the things that don't change in, in your life, whether it's in the church life or in your daily life. Those are the things that, that don't change and, and will not change. So I guess in thinking about, uh, that's something to think about for the next week, is what are those things in your life that, that just don't change? Um, that they are they're solid, um, whether it's your, your family um, and the family that you're going to be surrounded by um, in your home or their, your support system. Um, family comes in many, many different ways. Um, it, God, uh, what are those things that just don't change? Um, God's love I think is one. I, I hope that's one for everyone. But then those sand things yeah, are those things that can change and they're fluid. So, um, so often it can be work can be seen as, or, or the way that we currently do things can be seen as those, those things that don't change. But really they're the sand that's more fluid and changing. Um, like, like today, I mean, we are worshiping and we're worshiping together, no, but we're physically apart. But we know that we're connected with God. We're connected by God and God's love. And, and so um, the way we worship might be the sand, but worshiping is granite. Um, the way that we connect with one another, we might have to use FaceTime and use technology that is here and that we're often reluctant to use sometimes, um, but use that more in our daily lives to stay connected with one another while we're physically apart. Um, even I think some of the missions, I mean, what are the things that like we are called to connect with the community, but that's going to look different right now. So what are some ways that we can care for one another while at a distance, but know that um, there's connection, that there's love, that we're not alone. We're not, and, and we don't need to be lonely in this time. Um, yeah, it's, I love it when things like, things work together, and it's not by anything that any of us have done, but it's just like this Jesus magic, I guess. Um, does anybody else have any other thoughts about the scripture, um, particularly with everything that's going on, or just in general? I'm going to pause. Because I think Jenny has something. <laughs> I do. It's hard for me to like find my words and articulate what I want to say. But <clears throat> I think, and maybe all I'm, I'm really thinking here is kind of uh, sort of the in a nutshell of some of the things that we've talked about. And that being, um, you know, we, we have a firm foundation here with our faith family, with hearing and, and, and understanding the way that Jesus wanted us to live. And we have firm foundations elsewhere. And those, those things clearly are the things that we're going to find ourselves over the next few weeks um, still completely immersed in, like our families. Um, the ability to do things differently. And I, I, I'm just feeling um, very positive um, that through this, we are going to see how we can be really adaptable um, and we're also going to see how, I'm hoping when we look back on this in years to come, that we see that it really was a time that we rose to the challenge and can be really proud of how we moved forward, caring for people and living like Christ wants us to live. Um, 
Yeah, I think so. I think this is a great opportunity. And um, I alluded to it in the beginning when I said that, like, so we're, the, whole, the whole building is basically closing down. Um, we're gonna cancel all of the things and, and make sure that there is no doubt that, um, that you are safe and, and that um, we're doing everything that we can. And Jeff and, and Scotty are gonna be cleaning all of the things and, and we'll be um, in the office um, still discerning what all this looks like because it kind of happened quickly in like a day or two <laughs> but um but i think even though we're shutting we're canceling things and, and it looks like we're shutting down i don't think we we're not it's not i don't think we're not shutting down we're just looking for new ways of doing things and I, and we're i think this is a fantastic opportunity to see what it, what is our granite and what is our sand as a church community and what are the ways that we can stay connected how can we lean into our wesleyan traditions of a small group and accountability and support um, in this time and what will that look like and how is this going to change the way that the, that the church looks um, and it, I think this could be, this is a really cool opportunity. I agree that, that we, I think we can rise to the occasion and, and it's a really cool opportunity for us to, to help the greater Rexville community stay connected. And, um, and so I think I mean, we are open to ideas of how we can be helping. Um, I know we have a group that is um, in the church that is willing and ready to help um, people in the at-risk population to do shopping for them and, and to do deliveries and um, any care that they might need. Um, we're, we're, we have um, people out in the, in the schools and finding out, okay, how can we make sure that kids are fed um, that would otherwise um, that get their food from school? How can we help facilitate that and what do the schools need? And, and so if there's any other ways that you can think about um, that we can, as a church family and as a part of the community, um, continue to reach and continue to support and be the church and be the hands and feet of God um, in this time and this place. Let us, let us know that. Um, I do, I want to, I think, close this time of, of um, discussion together. Um, unless, does anybody have any other words you want to share? I am more than, yes, no, you're good? Okay. Um, so the message uh, version, a uh, paraphrase of this scripture this morning is, um, I think, it, it speaks well. And so I want to close by reading that, and we're going to move into a time of, of prayer. Um, so if you do have any joys or concerns, please, um, you can type those in the comments. Um, they will be read um, on the internet, so just know that. Um, but you can also call in or email if you have anything that you would like for us to be praying over, but you don't want to do that right now. You can do that as well. Um, so hear this from the message. Jesus says, these words I speak to you are not incidental additions to your life, homeowner improvements to your standard of living. They are foundational words, words to build a life on. If you work these words into your life, you are like a smart carpenter who built his house on solid rock. Rain poured down, the river flooded, a tornado hit, but nothing moved that house. 
it was fixed to the rock. But if you just use my words and Bible studies and don't work them into your life, you are like a stupid carpenter who built his house on the sandy beach. When a storm rolled in and the waves came up, it collapsed like a house of cards. When Jesus concluded his address, the crowd burst into applause. They had never heard a teaching like this. It was apparent that he was living everything he was saying, quite a contrast to their religion teachers. This was the best teaching they had ever heard. Let it be so. Amen. Melanie, do we have any joys or concerns? Okay, so I have, um, I have a prayer that I found. Um, it's actually from the United Church of Canada, and um, it's centered around um, what we're experiencing with the virus. And so I want to, I want to um, begin with that and then move into into a time of prayer. Um, I do want to personally lift up all of those who. Um, in this time of, of social distancing that's absolutely necessary. Um, there are people with that work um, hourly and there are people that work in, 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 in restaurants and like restaurants or in stores. Um, and, and well, the stores in the, um, that will be closing down at some point um, for safety, for, for health. Um, so prayers for them as, as we look um, at financial ramifications. Um, I think the economy is a very large thing. Um, and then all of the people that are in, um, in the healthcare industry and all of those people that are really on the front line um, with this. Um, special prayers for them and, and ways that we can help them at this time um, as they willingly put their, themselves at risk for the health of others um, and the care for others. Um, Melanie is, is writing something down, so I'm going to pause for a second. Yes, Jeff. Um, while this time will bring many of us together in our families, we also know, and, and I know personally firsthand, because my mother's in a nursing home, that nursing homes are basically um, close to visitors. And so that means for many of us, um, we can't go see our loved one in a nursing home. So I added prayers for everyone struggling with that right now because it's, it's really hard when you have um, a loved one in a nursing home and you can't be there uh, when you want to be there. But as we know, it's for their own good and we have to um, really appreciate um, why uh, these rules are in place. Um, we do have a couple um, prayers for the family of Shirley, who passed away this past Thursday, um, as well as prayers for state and, and county and, and country and world leaders um, at this time as they discern and help us to decide how what to do. Did you have something? Uh, yeah, and I'd just like to... Um, uh, Offer a prayer for those who are in positions to comfort other people in this time when there's not really any answers, not really any comfort to be had for a lot of for a lot of them. Um, that's a tough position, and I think that that's a lot. Of, that's a significant portion of uh, people who are either managers, pastors, teachers, yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. Okay. 
So let us uh, begin our time of prayer, and we will close with the Lord's Prayer, so I invite you to do that. And I invite you all to join in on the mics with me, so it's not just my voice saying it, but we can say it together. Okay. Let us go to our Lord in prayer. Lord, in this time of COVID-19, we pray. When we aren't sure, when we aren't sure, God, Help us be calm. When information comes from all sides, correct and not, Lord, help us to discern. When fear makes it hard to breathe and anxiety seems to be the order of the day, slow us down, O oh God. Help us to reach out with our hearts when we can't touch with our hands. Help us to be socially connected when we have to be socially distant. Help us to love as perfectly as we can, knowing that perfect love casts out all fear. For the doctors, we pray. For the nurses, we pray. For the technicians and the janitors and the aides and the caregivers, Lord, we pray for the researchers and the theorists, for the epidemiologists and the investigators, Lord, for those who are sick and those who are grieving, we pray. For all who are affected all around the world, we pray for safety, for health. Lord, we pray for wholeness. In this time, may we feed the hungry, Give drink to the thirsty. Clothe the naked and house those without homes. May we walk with those who feel they are alone. And may we do all that we can to heal the sick in spite of this pandemic, in spite of the fear, O oh Lord. Help us, O oh God, that we might help each other in the love of the Creator, in the name of the healer and in the life of the Holy Spirit that is in all and with all, we pray. May it be so. Lord, now we ask all of these things in Jesus' name as we pray the prayer that he taught his disciples. Our Father, Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Now we have Jamie and Russ are going to sing beautiful things uh, for us.
for jumping in. And, um, we, Malik, our, our music director and accompanist, um, he was supposed to play piano, and then this morning at, I don't know, 7.30, he texts me, he goes, um, I have this stomach flu or like food poisoning or something. So I was like, Russ, <laughs> you, you need to play the guitar today. So, um, and I do want, I mean, I'm just, I'm sitting here and it's like, you make beautiful things out of dust and you make us new and it's just, I just have to give a shout out to the staff because it, it blew me away when Wednesday, Wednesday, things were, were normal. And then yeah. on Thursday morning, even things, okay, we're gonna continue with plan. We're, we're not gonna pass the offering plates and we're not gonna shake hands and things like that. And then by Thursday afternoon, it was, and we have an entire new game plan. <laughs> And just the way that the staff came together and made all of the things happen, and and and, and we came up with this this worship um, um, gathering, and I, I I am floored, and I am so grateful for the staff and the way that they are serving and loving, and um, the way that we as a church family are doing that, and and so I just thank you here this morning, and I thank you for joining in. Um, I hope that we gave you something to think about, um, and, and I hope that even while um, things are canceled here in the church building, that, um, that we can find ways, and I know we will, we'll find ways to connect and um, be on the lookout for a prayer card going out, um, and we can do another 650 prayer that can connect us in another way. Um, but just thank you um, for this morning, for worshiping God. Um, together while we are yet apart. And so as we, as we go from this place, um, and as we, um, as you are, continue in your day, may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and grant you peace. Go in peace and not in pieces. Because God is good all the time. Amen. Thanks for joining in. Do you remind about the podcast? So you touch this. All right. Um, we do have, and I do want to say, um, we do have the podcast um, that will be available. If you weren't able to hear or you want to go back and um, just think about things and, and all that. So are we, what are we doing, Melanie? Are we good? Okay. <laughs>